very excited, Steve, that you agreed to, to share today. And, and congratulations on a year, buddy. The floor is yours. You have uh, all the time you need. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Jim. Uh, thanks for asking me. I'm Steve. I'm uh, in recovery. And like I said, there, um, I just got a year clean and sober uh, last Monday. So uh, that's a good thing. Um, yeah, for, I lost count how many times I relapsed really. Um, got my first meeting in 2018 after um, a lot of hospitalizations and um, post rehab, rehab, um, as they like to do in, uh, as they like to do, Jesus, they, you can do that in France. Um, but um, I was living there for 10 years and um, I'm living in Ireland now and it's working out better for me. Um, yeah, fucking pressure's on. Um, pressure I'm putting on myself, I suppose. I probably won't talk for longer than like 10 or 15 minutes. Um, I was a bit hesitant about about being recorded, um, but the recordings have helped me a lot and Tusnu especially has helped me uh, an enormous amount. So I figured I'd chip in and um, do my do my bit. Uh, so yeah, something kind of threw me actually the other day when I was on the website. Um, just the comment section, uh, I noticed it was. Oh, was I going to mention this? Jesus, I'm mentioning it now. Fuck it. Um, yeah, it surprised me that the comment section isn't disabled because at one point I, I saw someone some comments. And someone decided to comment over the course of about two and a half hours. They left about seven or eight comments on this one person's um, recording. And I was like, fuck, you know. But yeah, um, it's probably more about them than it was about the recording. Or um, <clears throat> Yeah, uh, if there's a, not, yeah, the next group conscience, I, I'll probably, I might, I might try and say something about that. I'm not sure. I'd be interested to know what people think. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, I got my first meeting uh 2018. Can't believe that's fucking six years ago already. Um, and I had just uh come out of rehab. And yeah, so I went to a face-to-face -face meeting. Just it was on like twice a week in the town where I was living. And, um, yeah, I just kept relapsing, like never got to the year mark. Um, I got, I stayed clean and sober for two years, um, in my early twenties. And since then, um, I never, I never really did that again, uh, <clears throat> until now. So um 
I kind of I'm someone who I find it hard to say I'm proud of myself. Um, but I guess I am. If that's one thing to be proud of, I think it is. So yeah, I'm proud, yeah, I find it hard to say I'm proud of myself. Yeah, I'm happy about it anyway. Um, yeah, I guess. Why didn't I ever stay clean and sober for longer before? Part of me thinks is I, I didn't really want to or it didn't seem worth it or um but the way things are today for me, um I can see I've a a lot to lose really. And I deliberately put myself in a situation or I have put myself in a situation where the the price I'd have to pay would be um would be far more. Basically I was living in France up to um was it two or fucking three years ago now anyway um i had a sponsor at the time i you know i was going to it was post covid so the zoom meetings were just my main the main meetings i was getting and um i, I started going to a lot of meetings in ireland and um that immediately was just even going to meetings and getting my meetings in english was like a an eye opener. I was like, fucking hell, this is just the identification I had with people was, you know, ten, tenfold, um, which makes sense, really. Uh, English being my native language. But yeah, I had a sponsor um, who was in one of the, the meetings I, I would go to regularly in, um, in Ireland. And uh, he suggested, he was like, maybe... I came home for Christmas one year and <clears throat> he said, you know, maybe, maybe it'd be good to try as, uh, you know, staying in Ireland and see how you get on. Uh, France doesn't seem to be working out too well for you. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I did. And um, I have to say, um, without the help of my folks, um, I wouldn't have been able to do that really. Um, yeah, you know, like I, I guess you could say I put the hand out for, for help and, um, they've been great really. Um, so I've been living with them the last two years. Um, and that can be, that can be, uh, difficult both for, both for me and, and for them. But re recently it's been, it's been pretty good really. I... You know, I got a job um, about six months after I moved home. Um, I'm fortunate enough to to be able to just do that part time, because um, full time work just I I, I fucking fall to pieces. Um, I don't know. I like I had a, a, a the last job I had in France was was great. It was at the start of COVID actually, and um, the pandemic was. You know, there were. I was in a, a one of those essential workers because I was delivering meals on wheels to the elderly, um, for you know the the town council or whatever you want to call it over there, um, and you know from one day to the next, no one was allowed out except me in my fucking in my van, um, and so yeah, I was just uh driving around like a ghost town, you know, um. 
giving meals to um to the elderly. Yeah, I did that full time and managed to keep it up. But um it, when I was gonna say the wheels fell off, the, the, the van was alright, but um the kind the wheels were coming off for me. Um it was actually just something emotionally, you know, I, I was it got something happened at work with someone and I I just I didn't talk to anyone about it, didn't try and um resolve the issue. And I mean in retrospect I just kinda used it as a way to isolate, feel sorry for myself, We'd go and have a drink and end up um looking for drugs then and um so I think that was at like the seven month mark. But um yeah anyway like I've I've a different uh different kind of job now it's very customer facing and uh yeah I I I like it a lot actually it's it's kind of a um there's a nice buzz in the place where I work. Um, it's in the, the market in town, the English market. Um, yeah, I, I I got really tested on Tuesday. Here was, I don't know if Pancake Tuesday is a thing all over the world, but it is here anyway. Um, someone can tell me the significance of it afterwards because uh yeah it's something to do with lent i think um but anyway what i wanted to say was um we were making pancakes it's a bread stall and normally you know there wouldn't be pancakes but i start i was flipping pancakes um or rather i wasn't flipping them the way a customer wanted me to um and uh i was kind of surprised at how um not really I thought I'd be way more bothered uh, by this by this person. Um, yeah, I, I suffer pretty badly from social anxiety, um, and in a way, a job like that is a way for me to go and kind of face up to and have to deal with it. Um, and uh, but on on Tuesday, fucking hell. <laughs> One one of my the, one of my coworkers was just a nuts um, because this lady was clearly well you could say out of order, um, but she was complaining that I wasn't flipping them flipping the pancakes in the air the way she would like to, or the way she would do it at home. If she bothered her arse to fucking do it at home, do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, it was it was it was a funny moment for um most everyone but but me watching but um uh yeah I I guess I'm yeah just happy about the fact that I I fucking kept my cool and um was a good bit less bothered than I than I expected to be um yeah so that's good. Um, I've been going to this uh, one day a week kind of workshop on social anxiety run by the um, well, by the HSE really by the psychology department in in UCC and uh, uh, yeah it's it's really been great we did a a, a video experiment where um, 
you know, you come up with a feared situation that, um, and you kind of, you play it out. I mean, it's a role play really. And uh, that, that went, that went quite well for me. Um, anyway, the courses, I'm really happy that, that I, uh, that I that I did the course. There's only one week left of it now, um, so it'll be kind of strange to uh, to say goodbye to those people. Um, but yeah, what else to what else to talk about? How long have I been talking? Fifteen minutes about. <laughs> yeah, I'll just bring it back to today. I suppose I. Um, today what did I do today I went and got strangled by um a good few people who were younger than me <laughs> and that was fun um yeah um I I started doing jiu-jitsu um coming up on it'll be two years in March and uh, just my my attendance recently wasn't great um it's been down a bit and uh that's something I wasn't wasn't too happy about uh, so, so yeah, I guess I, I, I lean on exercise quite a bit for, to keep, uh, to keep my mental health in order. Um, I do a good bit of swimming as well. And, um, yeah, lots of, lot, lots of pauses in this, in this talk. I guess I'm allowed, I'm trying to allow myself to actually uh, think as well, you know, when the science has come. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say, really. I I, uh, I have to say I'm, I'm honoured, uh, Jim, to be, uh, to, to speak at this meeting for you, Uh Seeing as this is going to be the last meeting, I think you host. Is that right? Um. So um. So yeah, good on you for for doing that much service. Service hasn't gone too well for me in the past, so I'm not going to bother for a while. I think. Um. But yeah, yeah. I just feel like I'm starting to ramble now, so it's it's just good to be in this meeting. Um. Good to see familiar faces there. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Thanks for asking me.